Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it, to apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, and welcome to Party's Podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by, joined by my good friend, Simon Scholes. Simon Scholes is a content marketing consultant, author of How to Nine Times Your Social Media, and founder of Perception Studios, as well as being a podcaster as well. Simon helps people to create incredible visual content and get more people talking about their brands. In this episode, we talk about our, our podcasting journeys, the benefits to podcasting, technology, positivity, and much more. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it, Adam got it. Positivity, 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 Simon, it's uh, great to have you back on the podcast today. How are you doing? Oh, I'm really good. Thank you very much for having me again. No, good, good. Yeah, it's, it's great to have you back. And, um, you know, you're on my show for the first time on video. Well, last time we did audio, didn't we? And, uh, yeah, so everybody's able to put my handsome face to the voice. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, like I was, I was thought I'd start off by, you know, like how you kind of got into like, you know, doing your podcast and, Know, how you how you've kind of seen it grow and you know blimey okay so <clears throat> for me um <clears throat> i've kind of had podcast audio of some sort for a long time um podcasts most people don't realize have been around for like almost a couple of decades now mm. um they're, they're this new thing that everybody talks about and you get all these gurus who talk about podcasting and it's it's all like this this new thing and it's it's not it's been around a very long time um the podcast that i have now in its current format has been around about i think i've had it for about three years now mm. um and basically it was it wasn't necessarily created by necessity but it was more of a it, it was something i was talking about on a regular basis so 
And for those who don't know or haven't listened to the last podcast I did with Adam, basically, I run a visual marketing agency. But what happened was when we were creating content for all these great brands that we've done stuff for, it became very obvious that the smaller businesses that we'd love to work with didn't necessarily have the money to spend to have content created on a regular basis. So I wanted to come up with a process that meant they could create stuff themselves for free um, rather than having to pay an agency to do it for them. So um, I turned it into a book. It's called How to Nine Times Your Social Media. But one of the parts of the process is podcasting. And so I'd written kind of the book a long time ago um, in different blog formats. And then what I did was kind of all amalgamated it together to make a book. But I've been talking about podcasting for a long time and how what you should do is do videos and potentially strip the audio off, make sure you edit out all the crap, but make sure you've got this great audio version that can then become a podcast. So it was kind of, well, I've, I need to practice what I'm preaching. Um, and mm. so that's what I followed all along with, with all of my content is a case of um, the, the podcast came through necessity of practicing what I preach, showing that it is possible to do this. It's not, it's not brain surgery. You literally need an editor piece of software and say, render it as an MP3, please. And um, so, so yeah, and the podcast itself is, is doing all right. It's um, yeah, it's, it's grown over the years. Um, I've got the podcast in lots of different places. It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. It's on uh, SoundCloud. It's on Google. Um, it's, it's all over the shop. Um, in fact, I think I set up a while ago, on Alexa, I've never really tested it, and um, that you can actually say, Alexa, play the social media podcast, and it'll start playing it. And now loads of people listening to this will have Alexa switching on in the background and turning it on. Wow. It's, it's crazy, isn't it, how technology kind of evolves and, you know, things that we can do with podcasts. Um... Massive, massively. I mean, doing what I do, which is, I mean, we're a visual marketing agency, but me personally, I, I try and stay on top of social and digital and it's scary how quick things move. It's really scary. I did an interview with a chap the other week, um, a guy called Alan Spicer is a YouTube expert. And one of the things he was talking about is like the back end of Google and YouTube specifically well, is, is already at a stage now where Google brain is able to watch your video, see your stood outside a supermarket and tag your video for the fact you're sat outside a supermarket without you even telling it. That's that's phenomenal. That's just crazy shit in my yeah. head. Yeah, that's it is insane, isn't it? When you think of it like that, like how it can kind of piece. It, it, the computer knows by you know the location of where you are, what you know where you are outside, and it then puts that onto a system. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not even using like that GPS location side of things. It's literally just looking at the image and going, "Ah, oh, that's Tesco, right?" We'll, we'll make sure <laughs> we make sure we tell everybody is outside a supermarket when they're look then when they're searching for a piece of content about a supermarket or or what have you. So, yeah, yeah. just 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 crazy, just crazy. We are truly about to start living in the iRobot Minority Report kind of era. I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of uh, you know, that series Black Mirror. Watch Black oh, Mirror on, on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people have spoken about this, actually. Yeah, yeah. Some of the stuff on there, you're like, okay, that's kind of happening. Or, um, I think the writers, I think they they took a break. I think because the things that they were going to write about was kind of already happening, so they they couldn't write about it, and it yeah. kind of freaked them out. So they they had to re kind of write. I think you know some of their material because you know the stuff that they were going to write about is already it's kind of happening. It was you know, already there. Much. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, a, I'm a huge fan of Charlie Brooker. Definitely a huge fan of Charlie Brooker. But yeah, yeah. incredible writing. Yeah, he um, I saw 
when I saw like the episode with that guy who goes into like that kind of gaming world, um, mm-hmm. he's with the other guy, and you kind of think, well, that's kind of like you got virtual reality now and all that. Business, VR and AI, things. and yeah, it's scary. But um, but I think like podcasting, like you said, has been on for decades. And I remember, um, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's like Joe Rogan goes on. Uh, what's his name? It'll come to me. And this guy had like a one of the first kind of podcasts. This mm-hmm. American guy. He's like a talk show host. And Joe Rogan goes on there. I mean, this is back during the early 2000s. Was it Howard Stern by any chance? It, it wasn't Howard Stern. Yeah, uh-huh. he's he's a good example. But there's another yeah, yeah. guy. And he had like a video. He had like a streaming. And Joe Rogan was sad. He's like, this is awesome. He's like, you know. Like, and uh, it, it's, it's amazing how it's kind of exploded and blown up. It, it is, and um, I, I was chatting about this the other day, actually, with a, a podcast expert yesterday um, called Neil Velio, and we were talking about how, actually, what we're doing right now is video content, and then you strip yeah. it off, and is is the audio truly a podcast and all that kind of stuff? And I was asking him about Joe Rogan and, and the fact that he does the videos and all that kind of stuff, and what does the video add to to the audience? Um, and for me, when I do videos and things like this, and I try and strip the audio off most of my video content, is the fact that all I want to do is help. So I just mm-hmm. want to have more eyeballs seeing what I'm creating. But it's it's the same th- question for yourself. And it, I I would imagine doing what you do, you're just trying to help as many people as possible and trying to remove that friction for people. But it's it's always that question you've got to ask: Does my podcast need to have a video? Does my video need to be a podcast? So on and so forth. Yeah. No, definitely. I think that's a good question. I think, like, I think as it evolves, I think a lot of people, um, everyone's different. I mean, a lot of people sometimes pay attention to videos. I think videos kind of capture people's uh, attention. I think the things with, with podcasting, if you're driving, you can't watch a you can't watch a podcast if you drive. Well, you're not meant you to shouldn't watch, watch a podcast. Yeah. While you're driving. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I remember I was listening to Joe Rogan once, and I I, I didn't have. Um, the streaming app so i went on youtube and i placed i had maps at the same time as well so i had joe rogan playing in the corner and i was driving and i was like i kept glancing at it because you know just video naturally mm-hmm. and i was like okay i'm gonna move it and put it down there and so you so, don't look at it yeah yeah but um but yeah i think it depends on the person some people just like listening they might not have time in the, in the day mm-hmm. you know they could put on a do what you know, do what they do, and have it in the background, kind of thing, can't they? So there's, there's yeah, those kind of dualities. It's a huge thing. It's it's all about what creates friction for your audience. I mean, if you are a small business watching this, it's kind of okay. You kind of do need to do a bit of everything. You need to concentrate on one specific area that you're really good at. But not everybody wants to read a blog. Not everybody wants to watch a video. Not everybody wants to scroll through the phone and read, watch TikToks or Snapchats mm. or uh, go on Instagram. Um, the podcast for me, the way I describe it, is probably one of the most frictionless pieces of content because it is audio. Like you say, you can listen to it anywhere, mowing the lawn, in the gym, cooking dinner for the kids, whatever it might be, you can listen to a podcast. So mm. I think it's just it's just such a great format. And there's always that, for me, coming from a radio background, my background was radio and television, but my main background was radio. It's all about that audible storytelling because it's great to have that video that video and see the, aud- the the visual storytelling but actually that audible storytelling i think is just so powerful and there's some mm. really good audio storytellers in the world yeah no i know exactly and i think it goes back you know even to you know the the, the radio 
you know, it goes back, you know, to the war times and how, you know, people would communicate and you think, you know, people would sit around the fire, you know, back and listen to, you know, uh, you know, back in the, back, say, back in the 20s or 30s, they put the, you know, the old radio on, they'd sit around, read newspaper and, and the radio. Yeah, um, totally. And I mean, even with like, obviously, Remembrance Day, just having been and gone, it's, um, that was the only way you could know what was happening that day. Really, a lot of mm. people wouldn't go out and buy newspapers all the time. They would listen to the radio. Like you say, they would sit together and, and listen and, and hope that they're safe and the people they know are safe. And that was the only way they could get the news and understand what was mm. what was happening in the world. Yeah. No, it, is, it is pretty amazing when you think about it, isn't it? And uh, I think as you know, technology moves forward, there'd just be kind of different kind of uh, ways of accessing the media, isn't they? Like, like I said, Alexa, voice communication. Um, and I saw I saw a clip, I don't know if you saw it, Gary Vee was talking about, he predicts a lot of stuff. And he was saying, like, where Spotify is, Spotify is a big streaming, you know, service. Mm-hmm. And what he predicts, he said, um, he can see Spotify moving into video as they gain more traction. Yeah. Yeah, I, c- I could see that happening, um, especially with the fact that they have taken on Joe Rogan and Jack May, if you're looking for a, a UK version of um as like their two kind of flagship uh podcasts at the moment um but yeah you're right voices just i mean it's just huge um i was i was talking about this <clears throat> we, my wife and i went over to singapore a few years ago yeah and i was saying how cool would it be to be able to walk into the hotel room the hotel we stayed in gave us a phone and you could take that phone with you and go out on the streets so how would it cool would it be able to go walk into your hotel room and say, hey, Alexa, what's happening in Singapore today? Alexa goes, oh, these things are happening. Right, tell my phone. And then you can go into your phone and go, right, where are the locations? And just mm. that kind of thing is is right at our fingertips now. It's almost there, if not already there. Yeah. Um, and so I think voice is going to, be, going to be huge to be able to say, hey, Alexa, buy Adam a birthday present. It's his birthday next week. And he goes, yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. Do you want me to just go and suss it out for you? Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. It goes then onto your <laughs> social media page and goes, what does Adam like? Okay, I've noticed he's wearing a hat in every every photograph. Yeah. We'll buy him a new hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a random Gucci hat. And you're like, oh, Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, it, it's, it's definitely going that way and i think it, it, it's speed isn't it it's much faster to talk into a device and say can you do xyz then unlock your phone go on your phone try and find stuff and then it's that yeah. kind of speed element isn't it and, absolutely uh, yeah no definitely and and, and technology is going to help with all sorts of different things i know we demonize social media and all that kind of stuff but it, it can be so helpful i mean going into your area of expertise especially with mindset especially right now while we're in this mm-hmm. second lockdown we're, what, we're one week in and yeah. uh, i think we're all already craving cake and, and beer <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um and yeah it's um i think i think mindset is a is a huge area that social media is looking at more so at the moment um a lot of people jumping on the bandwagon a little bit um, and saying oh yeah i'm an advocate of mental health but actually I think there's a lot of very good creators out there like yourself who are mm. very much there to help people and mm. just help their mindset through not just the difficult times, but also looking forward yeah. to what will hopefully be some good times ahead of us as well. Yeah. Crossed. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. And I think it's, you know, like it's a great way to provide value. And that's, that's what, you know, my, my aim 
you know, in, in like yours as well, to provide value to other people. And, um, you know, like the content's free and it's, it's, you know, it's priceless, you know, when you connect with people and you, you talk about certain topics because, you know, like podcasting is very open and it's not really regulated or kind of censored in some way. Um, so, you know, you can talk about, you can have certain kind of conversations in that space that you might not have the time to in kind of normal day to day. Do you know what I mean with with certain people that you may yeah, be? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And and I mean, coming from a radio background, but there was never any watershed in radio TV at nine from nine o'clock onwards. For some reason, with television, they felt you could get away with potentially swearing, but radio there was never a watershed. Um, I, I remember. Um, a, a radio show trying to get away with it um it was for a group i worked for um and <laughs> it, it was i'm trying to remember the name of it i think it was daryl denham's unshaven haven daryl denham's a great radio presenter <laughs> um and it was brilliant but it was just filled with swearing week one loads and loads of complaints and this was like at 11 o'clock at night so nobody should have been listening who was too young to listen to to, or to yeah. hear about swearing but it was so filled with complaints after week one, it was just toned completely back on week two. And after week four, it was gone completely because it was just like, well, what's the point in creating just another radio show? Um, but wow. yeah, you, there's different conversations you can have um, on a podcast. Like you say, that there's no, there is regulating a, a yeah. point, I guess, uh, with the people who actually host your content. If you're truly horrific and talking about horrendous subjects and, um, they keep yeah. getting reports about you, then they're going to block you. But yeah, uh, yeah. for one of a better way of putting it, yeah, you can kind of almost get away with anything, really, um, yeah. as long as it's giving somebody some value to a point. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. And I think, like, Joe Rogan talked about it once, and he was, like, saying, like, um, the – the MI, not MI. The uh, – what's it called? Not the, F, uh, the FBI and the kind of secret, you know, that part mm -hmm. of the government, you know, the kind of CIA kind of missed out on – they didn't see podcasting coming. So, I mean, they kind of couldn't put kind of, you know, like a jurisdiction or like a yeah. certain kind of like law to say you can't have that. Because it kind of, it probably comes down to some kind of freedom of speech, right? Isn't it? In, in some sense, there must be some. I'm, I'm guessing so, especially, especially over in America. Um, it'll be a huge uh, freedom of speech thing, I guess. Um, yeah. And, and anywhere, well, most places in the world, not anywhere in the world, of course. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, with, with podcasting, do you, like, when you connect to people and, you know, you talk to them, do you, would you say that you kind of, like, feel like you've grown in that time of doing it, like, in the things that you've learned? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I'll speak to people from all sorts of different backgrounds and stuff like that. There was a lady I did an interview with. I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but I remember mm. her story, which is how powerful her story was. Uh, she came from a background of basically prostitution then mistressing and and all sorts of different um things and then she'd taken all of that bad stuff and turned it into good um, mm. and she was a business coach now and she did a lot of mindset work and that kind of stuff um, and she had an incredible story you, you learn something from everybody um be it the smallest thing or like the other day working and sitting down and chatting to Alan and, and learning the fact that YouTube is doing YouTube shorts. It could be something as throwaway as that, which is still mm. a huge thing in my, my area of expertise or mm. um, something so powerful as the, the story from that lady. Yeah. No, it is, 
it's definitely impactful, isn't it? You know, when you connect with certain people and you hear their story, it does it does kind of like change your perspective on things without you kind of even knowing about it? Because someone said to me yesterday, you know, you've done these podcasts with people, you, you know, it's must have kind of changed the way you think and things like that. And I think like when you're so busy doing it, you don't really think of it. But I think over time, it must have some kind of impact on us. Yeah. Because we're, Definitely. We think about things. Definitely. Definitely. Just the way, like you said, the way you think about things. And there's a guy, again, I can't remember his surname, Tim. Yeah. Um, I'm really sorry I can't remember his surname, Tim, because we've <laughs> spoken quite a lot since um, I first met him. Um, I was filming at him at a convention. And again, his story was incredible. Um, yeah. And you just, you learn kind of like, well, number one, my life really isn't that bad. Even yeah. during the bad times, it's really not anywhere near as bad as that. Um and there's always a way out. There's all, if you're willing to put the hard work in or what, whatever it's going to involve, there's always a way out. I mean, his story was um, he was married to a billionaire's daughter. Basically, he didn't know she was a billionaire when he met him. Uh, when she met when he met her, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but he was married to her. Found out she was sleeping with one of his friends. He, he kind of walked in on them. Went on um, a complete downward spiral, drugs, prostitutes, all sorts of things. Yeah. Got in his car one day and just said, right, I'm going to drive as close to home as my, where my parents live as possible and drive into a wall and kill myself. Um, and just something happened. I think the sun glanced him in the eye as he was driving along. Um, as he got close to speeding up to hit this brick wall, it drew his attention away. He swerved away and it was just like, what am I doing? I need to move on with life. I've got more to give, that kind of thing. Um, mm. And just those stories are so, so impactful um, because we've all yeah. gone through bad times. I, I, there's a lot of people going through some seriously bad times right now. Mm. Um, and so those stories can always really help people massively. Mm. Yeah, no, definitely. I think that's that's kind of like the kind of power of a podcast, isn't it, as well? And how you don't know what other people are going through who maybe listen to it or watching it. And then they, they take something from it and then, you know, apply that to their life and, you know, change their perspective. And I think that's that's kind of where that value is in it, isn't it? Like well, um, Totally, especially doing what you do. And, and I mean, OK, yeah. what I do helps people, but it's a little bit blasé in the grand scheme of things. It's just helping people create more content. <laughs> um, I'm not really helping them, helping their mental health unless I'm giving them a bit of a laugh. But yeah, um, but yeah, no, totally. I think I think the podcast is, a, is a, just a great tool because it is so easy to listen to it as well. And you mm. just you, it, it's the same with what I do as well. You never know when what you're saying is going to actually strike a chord with a person. I say yeah. the same thing over and over again, basically, but just find different ways of saying it. And I've had people say to me, why do you keep saying the same thing? It's, well, it's because I've got nothing else to say. This is what I truly believe in. There's no point in me lying to you or making yeah. shit up. I might yeah. as well just say the same thing over and over again until the day where you go, damn, I get it now. And you start yeah, doing yeah. it. Um, and it's the same with the mindset side of stuff and, and everything else. Mm-hmm. When that person is ready to hear that message, and it could be in their deepest, darkest moment, and then they hear mm-hmm. that message, that's when it truly works as a, as a, a fantastic tool, which is why you mm-hmm. just have to keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. And I I, t- I take a lot, you know, from podcasts, and I, I kind of rarely try and watch the news. And, you know, I like, I like podcasts because, you know, like people most of the time you know sharing value and advice and it's quite positive um you know podcasts and 
quite funny as well. Uh, and it's just quite satisfying to watch or listen to, I find. And um, quite, you know, getting out there now. And what, if, if anyone out there is kind of wanting to start a podcast or, you know, kind of do what you're doing or what I'm doing, like what, what advice would you, you know, kind of share with people I, wanting to start I mean, out? But, most podcast experts would disagree with me. The guy yesterday, actually, I was very surprised, Neil. Um, I fully expected him to say no, but actually he agreed <laughs> with me. You've got the most powerful tool in your hand probably listening to this or watching this right now. It's a mobile phone. Now, you don't have to film yourself. You don't have to be on camera like Adam and I are right now. But if you've got something to talk about, you might be the biggest, world's world's biggest fan of mini ring lights. And there will be an audience who want to know about that because they want to do selfie videos or they want to do TikToks or they want to take selfies in the club and they want a, a light that's ideal for them. And then so you need to find ways mm. that you can make that interesting for people but you could do a podcast about that mm. um and so the tool you've got in your hand I'd, every phone i've ever had and i'm 43 now and i've had phones since i was 20 so mm. for the last 23 years um i've always had some form of audio recording on them so you literally just set the audio recording going and talk talk to your phone if you've got something to say um, what I would say is always have something to say. Don't just turn the phone on and start talking because you won't have a structure. But mm. to have that general structure of tell everybody who you are, what it is that it's your passion or what your business does. Tell your story for that day. So it'd be, hey, I'm Simon from Ocknathon Ring Lights. <laughs> and uh, today I'm going to talk about this ring light and how it's really great in a three light setup when you're doing some video content. And then yeah. you tell your story um, and why it is so great. And then at the end of it, you give a call to action. Hey, don't forget, uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast for more great stories like this. And uh, mm. next time I'm going to be talking to Bob, who uh, works for Steve's Ring Lights in Bracknell. Um, and, you tell, <laughs> and, and whatever, but it's like a mini call to action. But starting yeah. a podcast is not hard. We've Most of us watching or listening to this right now have got the ability to speak. So if you've got the ability to open your mouth and, and words come out, then use that ability. If you, if you really want to tell people about a specific subject matter, it could be anything. I mean, Gary Vaynerchuk's a fine example of this. He's like, if you like Smurfs, do a podcast about Smurfs for Christ's yeah. sake. Who cares? Um, and do a podcast about cups of tea, coffee, whatever, whatever mm. your passion is. But make mm. sure it's something you care about. Um, mm. is a big thing for me and this has gone back right th back down through to the like the early days when I started doing YouTube as well um, is you've got to do something you care about if mm. you don't care about what you're talking about then it will shine through in your content and the audience will kind of realize you're just trying to jump on a trend or something just because it's there so don't yeah, yeah. start looking for trends and all that kind of stuff create content you actually care about something you're really interested mm. in be it mindset be it social media be it bottle caps whatever it mm. might be mm. yeah no i think that's really great advice and i think like you kind of have to like love what you're talking about or have some passion for it behind it because otherwise it doesn't seem genuine you kind of think you know what's the catch here kind of thing it's like when you yeah. see these people trying to promote stuff and you can just tell straight away you're like yeah there's something behind this um and I think like a lot of the time, you know, like like for me, I, I mean, I, I talk about it a few times, is that I was going to do this two years ago, but I didn't because I was scared what people might think. And I think 
people tend to overthink things a lot sometimes and i think you shouldn't when it comes down to this stuff because it's just a matter of doing it isn't it and yeah a lot of people like you say they overthink it they if you've got a sort of little mini plan in place it does help massively um but they they it's not even necessarily the overthinking of creating the content sometimes mm. it's actually the well if it's not perfect i don't want to put it out um mm. and again it doesn't have to be perfect and this was again something i was really surprised um myself and neil agreed on is that as long as there's a flow there it doesn't matter so much if ums and airs are left within the content, but listen to what you're putting out and go, does that really add to the story? Does it help keep the flow of the story? Yeah, it does. I'll leave it in. No, actually, I've gone off on a bit of a tangent. I'll just take that out. And just, does it does it now flow? Yeah, it does. Brilliant. Um, but if you don't have the editing skills, don't worry so much. You can learn that. Um, I, I learn editing fairly quickly and so you can learn to chop things out quite quickly when i when i was working in radio i learned how to edit audio the skill set behind understanding what sounds right that takes a lot more time um but actually being able to edit is is is, is pretty simple really yeah no i think that's, that's definitely key isn't it and i think it's something I, i've been aware of like when i've been podcasting sometimes i'll go mm. I think that's, you know, like through coaching and through just paying attention to, you know, what someone's saying, it's like acknowledging and agreeing, you know, there's sort of kind of like notes. But sometimes I'll, I'll think to myself, wait, hang on a second, I've, I've, just someone who's listening really want to hear that. And sometimes... Yeah, um, you, you do get people with crutches quite a little... In radio, they call them like a, a radio, like a crutch. Um, one of my favourite ones was uh, somebody I used to work with. Um, I'm not going to mention names; it's not fair. Um, but <laughs> they, they they used to always say it's fast approaching quarter to one. You know, not literally just quarter to one, but it was always fast approaching a first certain time. And we sat down and, and had a coaching session. I was like, "Why is it fast approaching?" <clears throat> oh, because uh, time is moving really quickly. I was like, "But it's not moving any quicker than it ever does." Time doesn't change in how fast <laughs> yeah. it... Well, it does. Okay, time does change in how fast it approaches, but it really doesn't. So stop saying it. It's a crutch. Yeah. You, don't, you don't need to say... It. You just say it's, it's almost quarter to one and, and then move on. But yeah, it's. I think we've all, at some point or another, kind of had a, an audio crutch. I can't remember what mine was, but it, I, I do remember having a couple of them at some point or another. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I think, like, it... It's just probably you probably catch yourself sometimes, don't you? What you know when you when you listen back to you know uh, recordings and things like that, and you know we've probably all got them, and then we can all. I think when you're aware that you can change it, but yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm, I mean, my mum has said to me, "I say like sometimes." And we, <laughs> oh, that's like, but I think sometimes we just naturally pick certain words up based on what other people are saying or environment mm -hmm. and sometimes it's sub, you know we're subconsciously doing it kind of automatically automatically yeah um, isn't it like yeah 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 <laughs> like that yeah but you know my my dad's my dad and his side are from liverpool so it's <laughs> oh sorry you're very lucky you're not going hey 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 calm down yeah, yeah. sorry anybody <laughs> yeah. from liverpool yeah. i'm only joking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well no but it's it's like little kind of uh man you know mannerisms and things that you pick up and you, you know sometimes like you're not aware of it but it's it makes me think 
how I, you know, sometimes when I first start podcasting, how I sound, how I come across, because I'm from Nottingham, and some of the words I pr- pronounce, like pr- pronounce, pronounce, we we drop the A's and the um, the G's and the H's sometimes in, in the mm. words. So, but I I don't think I'm at that stage now where I don't think about that. I just don't, you know, I think you just do the content, put it out there. Yeah. I think if you over overthink it or over evaluate it. It, you just get flustered and and you, and you start panicking. Yeah, and and the, I mean it's it's a very easy for me to say this, but for one of the rules I try and get most of the people I've I've worked with in the past, when especially when it comes because one of the like main things I talk about with people is video, and then stripping the audio off. But one of the thing, rules I try and get them to to make content mm. by is it's none of your business what anybody else thinks of you. So you've got to create the content you're passionate about, create the content that you love, create the content you're happy to put out. And then if somebody doesn't like it, they're not the ones you're actually aiming to talk to in the first place. And if you get a troll, even better, because they'll come on, they'll troll you, they'll give you comments and stuff like that. And you just get them into a conversation because the <laughs> algorithm doesn't know any different between good and bad comments. It doesn't recognize that they're going, oh, you're a load of shit. It just sees them commenting. So get them into a conversation and it just sees this massive conversation going on on your content and goes, this must be great. We'll put it up to more people. Yeah. (laughs) You can always get them on the podcast and see what the reaction will be there. (laughs) Yeah. Find out why they're having such a bad day. Yeah. Yeah. they, They must be in a really bad place to literally sit down, watch your content and still turn around and go, oh, you're shit. Yeah, <laughs> it must have been I, a really I, bad place that day. I I had one on YouTube a couple of weeks ago, and they said something like, "It's not professional to be in your car." And then they said, "You shouldn't be in your car. You shouldn't be driving whilst doing a podcast." And I thought it's parked. I'm not driving. And they put, "Oh, uh, they like said something like abusive," and then said, "Oh, you, you know, some professional to be in your car." And I was just like, "Well, I think I just blocked. I think I just deleted it." I was like, "Really? Why?" it didn't bother me but i was just like you know i feel sorry for that person you know what i mean you've got to come from that place and i think that that is something that isn't often talked about is that not letting trolls or people who are negative kind of sway you in what you're doing Mm. because that's kind of nature of the beast isn't it in some aspect you know with the internet social media unfortunately unfortunately so i mean i said about demonizing it earlier on and unfortunately there are a lot of people on there who help people demonize it by being absolute dicks um but it i I am a firm advocate of like i say it's just it's none of my business what somebody else thinks of me um Mm -hmm. you might like me you might not when i do keynote talks or was doing keynote talks not doing so many at the moment but when i'm stood in front of a room one of the first things i will say to people is some of you are going to like me and some of you aren't i don't care because those ones like me then a small percentage of them are then going to take away what i've said and actually do it um mm-hmm. you, you're not gonna have everybody in the world like you yeah it's impossible not not everybody in the world's gonna like you so the sooner you can get over that then the sooner you can move on and just start creating content that you're happy about yeah no I think that's a pretty good point and that reminds me of what chef said to me once when i was working in a hotel he said uh not everybody's gonna like you he said i never gonna like you or like him but it's uh it's how well you kind of work together. You know, like mm. you can put all that stuff aside. And I, I've seen chefs who hate each other, but, you know, they'll, they'll crack, crack on and do the job. And it's like, it's kind of that mindset around it, isn't it? Like, yeah, you're not going to like everyone. And 
that Amazon yeah. buy you. And but you've got to do your thing regardless, you know, because why why should you stop doing doing the thing you're doing based on someone you don't know is a, their opinion. Yeah, do just keep doing what you love. I mean, yeah. yeah, absolutely. No, that's it. And like, do you do you have any uh, book recommendations or any books you're reading at the minute? I, to be honest, at the moment, I'm really not. Um, um, other, other than you say, other than like the tiger who came to tea, um, which I'm reading yeah. quite a lot for my little boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, and as much as I, I absolutely adore reading and. Well, I, I do now more listen to audio books. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's um, it's been a bit of a finding the time, and I know you should make the time to to read more stuff yeah, and, and no. keep. I, I do keep learning, but I'm I'm learning more stuff from journals and forums and that kind of stuff that mm, are mm. online. Um, I mean, for anybody with a business, I would definitely yeah. recommend something like uh, the E Myth Revisited. Absolutely yeah, incredible yeah. book. Um, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Um, obviously, these are these are books everybody knows, really. Um, mm. But they're definitely worth revisiting from time to time as well, and just um, just reminding yourself of the message within them that they're they're, they're good business books. Um, yeah. Obviously, my own. Uh, my own. Yeah, book, I was about to say. How to Nine Times Your Social Media. That's uh, yeah, yeah. available now on Amazon for I think ninety nine p. It is now. So yeah, <laughs> it's a former number one book. So it's not just cheap because it's crap. Um, <laughs> But it's it's cheap because I gave it away for like the the whole start of lockdown. So from March until August, I think it was. Yeah, I gave yeah, it away yeah. for free, um, and then um, I had to kind of put some. Basically, I just wasn't allowed anymore, uh, so I had to yeah. put, put a price tag on it. But I put it as cheap as I could humanly yeah. possibly put it. Um, and Amazon won't let you go any cheaper than ninety nine p. So that's why it's ninety nine p. That's awesome. And I'll I'll definitely promote like you know your content and you know your book as well and I'll and I'll purchase it myself and I'll I'll let you know. Thank you, thank you very much. Thank you. But um, yeah, again, it's only a book if if um, you're trying to grow a brand or a business online. Um, it's it's all about just trying to make a bit more time for yourself um, mm. because I think one of the big things for small businesses, small podcasters like yourself, and we were talking about just mm. this a moment ago before we started. Is time is is a huge thing. It's trying to find the time. Um, for mm. me, I try and find time for my family, running the business, doing the work that yeah. comes in, all those kind of things. Uh, so it's it's all time's always of a, of an essence. So mm. it's about how you can create content, but make that content work harder for you, so you get a bit of your time back eventually once you've done a bit of learning. Yeah. No, no, I think it's great. I think it's great advice, and I and I, and I agree. And I think time time is definitely key. It's something that I have learned a lot about. I think with podcasting and trying to structure, you know, time and being aware of other people's time as well. Um, hmm. and, and and it's important. But uh, you know, where where can people find you online, social media, and uh, um, I mean, they can find me anywhere, really. I mean, if we want to yeah. go podcasting, uh, go on to iTunes and just search uh, Simon Skull's social media podcast. That's probably uh, the best mm. place, really. And um, if you enjoy my content, please do leave a review because it really helps people like myself and Adam kind mm. of rise up the charts so more people can see you. But mm. I'm not going to start going buying that kind of crap. It's just, uh, yeah. yeah, if you like it, then please do leave a review and a star rating. Yeah. Even on this podcast right now, um, yeah. Adam Adam's podcast. If you're on iTunes right now and you're listening, make sure you scroll to the bottom of the screen, leave a yeah. star rating, leave a little written review, 
and it helps yeah. Adam out massively. Yeah, no, I appreciate that, Simon. And yeah, definitely, definitely leave a review on, on my podcast. Definitely leave a review on Simon's as well, and uh, leave a review on his uh, his book also. Absolutely. Oh yeah, definitely do that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, Simon, it's been a pleasure talking to you, and um, I wish you all the best when you're doing, and I wish you all the best in the podcast. And uh, yeah, it'd be uh, great to touch base soon. Thank you so much for having me again, Adam, and uh, right. good luck with uh, all the coaching. No, thank you, Simon. Cheers. All the best. Tune in. Hi, I'd like to say a massive thank you for listening to the podcast. I really hope that you was able to take some positive value away from this episode. I'm also on YouTube at The Positivity Podcast. If you would like, share and comment or subscribe, it would really help my channel to grow. I'm also a certified and accredited life coach that helps people to live a more fulfilling life and to achieve their goals. Any questions, any feedback for my podcast, you can email me at thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com. And any inquiries for life coaching, goal setting or mentoring, please email me also at the same email address, thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com. Now, I hope you have a great day and stay tuned for more episodes. Take care. Hi, I just thought I'd uh, make this announcement that I'm looking for someone to sponsor my podcast. If you would like to sponsor my podcast, um, please email me at thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com. And I'm also looking for, you know, people who want to advertise their content on my podcast as well also. Um, you know, we can talk more about it on a Zoom call or, you know, like a WhatsApp call or something. Um, you know, into the kind of uh, deeper side of like, you know, how much it's going to cost and this kind of thing. But I'm looking for people, you know, who have a business or a product or a website or, you know, something that they kind of want to promote. I'm happy to promote that on my podcast and I will do a pre-roll, mid-roll, end-roll. So I'll, you know, talk about what your product is and where people can find it, how much it is and, you know, deals and this kind of thing. So if you have a product or know anyone that has a product that they, you know, want to put out there and they want to gain more traction, please, please, please email me at thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com. Um, even if it's an app, you know, you have an app that people are creating, um, a website, a pod, you know, or, or another podcast, uh, please get in touch and let me know and I'll be happy to uh, look into it and promote it on my show. But uh, yeah. You know where to find me at the policy podcast at gmail.com. Thank you.